Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Helping you unwind after a long day of work. I'm just going to grab a healthy breakfast. Are those gummy bears wrapped in a fruit roll-up? The nightcap. Breakfast burrito, but yeah. I pity your dentist. On WGR. Joke's on you. I don't have a dentist. Sports Radio 550. Still true. I still don't have a dentist. Hasn't been a year yet, though, so I don't have to worry about it, I don't think, yet. What's up? It's the Nightcap. Joe DiBiase, Derek Kramer running the board tonight on WGR as it is NFL schedule release night. We got NHL playoffs, of course. Keep you updated throughout the night on that. But we are locked in on the schedule. We got an 8 o'clock announcement from the NFL. They're going to run their TV show on NFL Network, so I'm hoping they're going to announce it right at 8 o'clock. But as we found out last week, Different channel, different network, different league. But as we found out with the NHL Draft Lottery, they said they were going to announce it at 8. And we sat here until 8.36 until uh, we found out where the Sabres were picking. So I'm hoping we're going to get the official schedule right at 8 o'clock. We'll have Sal Capaccio on to talk about the draft after it's announced at probably about 8.30. And if you don't know what we have yet, quick update on what we got. Leaks all day. One of the be- one of the best days, I think, of the NFL offseason. Free agency is fun. The draft is definitely number one. I would probably rank it. Like, who are the, What are the best days of the NFL offseason? I think the draft is first. First day of free agency, number two. And this might, like, arguable, this might be this third best day. Maybe day two of the NFL draft would go third and then tonight, today. Because today is fun. It's like a puzzle. You're figuring stuff out. You're piecing it together throughout the day. It's I almost like that it's not announced all at once and we have no idea. It's like those fantasy football drafts, you ever had them, where you have one pick per day or one pick per five hours. It stretches everything out, and I like that. And today, um, you know, the NFL might even, they probably, probably even do it on purpose. And if they do, it's a good job on them because it keeps people interested the entire day, and we're all making more out of it than... Then we should. Like, we already know their opponents. You're going to find out the schedule anyway at 8 o'clock, but the journey to figure out the schedule before the NFL unveils it is fun. And uh, if they don't leak this stuff on purpose, then they should. So what we've got so far for the 2019 Buffalo Bills schedule. Week 1 at the New York Jets. Week 2 at the New York Giants, starting off with two road games in the same stadium. So both uh, Week 1 and 2 will be at MetLife. Jets in week one, Giants in week two. Then we have the Bengals in week three. That's the home opener. Cincinnati. Week four, home against New England. We don't have week five or week six yet. We're still missing a big chunk of that middle part of the schedule. That's really where the mo- we're still looking uh, the most for. Week seven, home against the Dolphins. It's another home game. So you got three of your first seven. Week ten as we don't know week 8 or week 9 yet. Week 10 is at Cleveland. 
Week 11 is at Miami. The Cleveland one, by the way, I thought, and Sal thought this too, I think, that that could be a big candidate to be a primetime game, but it looks like, according to Ryan Talbot, NewYorkUpstate.com, that that is going to be a 1 o'clocker. And then, as I said, at Miami, Week 11, appears it's going to be home Denver Week 12, although the source is still uh, a little questionable on that one. But at this point, looks like it'll be Denver home Week 12. Week 13, that's the big one that it looks like is it's trending towards right now that it looks like the Bills are going to be at Dallas Thanksgiving afternoon, I would assume. They usually play the 4 o'clock game, but the Bills at the Cowboys on Thanksgiving in Week 13. It's unconfirmed at this point, but it, it seems that that's what we're, uh, what we're looking at. Week 14, Week 15, we don't have yet. Week 16 at the Patriots. Week 17, close out the season, home against the Jets. Start the season against the Jets, close the season against the Jets. So, that leaves six games that we're still looking for. Week 15, Week 14, we got Pittsburgh out there. We got the Redskins, the Eagles, the Ravens. And we're looking. And you know what we don't have yet? We don't have that prime time game. We do not have the prime time game. And I think it's still true that every team gets one. You know, to this point, we haven't heard anything different, and that's been the case for a few years now. So I'm thinking about, like, what are the Bills going to end up with here? We've got the Dolphins games knocked out. We've got the Patriots games knocked out. Just running through the opponents here. we got the Jets knocked out. Bengals, gone. Broncos, gone. Giants, Jets, Patriots again. Dolphins, again. Browns, Cowboys. I think I skipped one there. The Titans in Week 5. Week Titans in Week 5. I skipped that one. So, the way it looks right now, just doing process of elimination, the Bills are either going to be playing in Pittsburgh on primetime, or the Bills are getting a home primetime game this season. That's the way it looks. Assuming, like I said, assuming the Buffalo Bills and all NFL teams get at least one primetime game, the Bills will either be playing in Pittsburgh for that game, or they're going to be home to either the Ravens, Eagles, or Redskins. So, I don't know. Thursday night, Home Ravens, that kind of seems like a good target. I would like to see that for Thursday night. You get the battle of Josh Allen versus Lamar Jackson, two rookie quarterbacks from last season, two first-round picks from 2018. Two teams that should be decently uh, in in the uh, AFC playoff race, right? You'd expect the Bills to be in it to the end. I don't necessarily think they're going to make it at this point, but I think they're going to be in it, in the hunt, as always, but maybe like a real in the hunt this year. And Baltimore made the playoffs last season. They played really well under Lamar Jackson, and they should absolutely be in the playoff race too. Again, them, I don't think I would pick them, but those should be two decent teams. So to me, of those four possibilities, that's the one that makes the most sense. You do have two you know, NFC East teams that are respectable and big markets, and Pittsburgh's a big market too. So I'm not, I'm not saying Baltimore's not, but like those are historic franchises that maybe – the NFL will try to plug in there. Um, and the Redskins, you know, you've got a little bit of history there. They, the Bills and Redskins played a Super Bowl against each other, and really these other teams, you don't find any sort of that. And it's the NFL's 100th season, so maybe you try to do that. I don't know. To me, I think Thursday night football, Ravens. Maybe it'll be a Monday night game. I don't think you're getting a Sunday night game at all. 
as expected. Any of these four don't see it happening. Um, Jeremy po- Jeremy White posts out on Twitter or puts out on Twitter a thought that I like and is all. It's also building up to this too. It looks like we're going to be avoiding three December home games, maybe. And if that comes to fruition, I'm a big fan of that because not only is you know it warmer in the earlier months and that's better for fans, it's better for attending a game, but also. You know, if things do go horribly wrong, I'm not expecting them to, but if things go horribly wrong, the Bills would want some sooner games. Because with the weather added in, you know, that stadium can be empty sometimes at the at the end of years if things have gone bad. And this year, uh, you know, if you don't get the three December home games, that'll be a, a, a plus in my mind for this schedule. Like, that's one of the few things that I would like to see. Give me some time in the limelight which I think it looks like we're going to get with a at-Dallas Thanksgiving game. And assuming you're in another primetime game, at least get one of those. Maybe you get two. Maybe they do Thursday Night Ravens. and Maybe they get the Steelers game in primetime. I don't know. But to me, that's where I'm at with the schedule. Uh, 803 is the phone number. If you got any thoughts on what you see right now, what's going on. I'm assuming Howard's going to pick the Bills tomorrow. He's got to. He, he's got to, right? There's no way he's not going to. It's got to be mandate. Exactly. It's mandated. And I don't know. I'm looking at their early part of their schedule right now, and I was a sucker last year for, not a sucker, a a critic last year of what the Bills were going to do because of how their schedule looked. They played a ton of really good quarterbacks, like proven quarterbacks in the beginning part of their schedule. A lot of road games in the beginning part of their schedule. And it looked like a tough stretch. This year, you do have New England there sitting there week four home. But your first three games, the Jets, who I think will be better than the Bills but are not, I don't think, some Super Bowl contender. Like, you can beat them, even on the road. Then you've got at the Giants, who I think are going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL and should be one of the worst teams in the NFL. And then you've got home Bengals, who are super inconsistent. They always seem to beat us, and it's always annoying because they're not always that great. But... That's a winnable game, too. You've got three real winnable games. You should be looking at 2-1 and one at the very least coming out of those first couple of games if you're going to be a playoff team. Um, and then, of course, you got New England, like I said, week four. And who are these teams left am I really that scared of? Maybe I should be. If I get the Redskins early on there, that's a winnable game. The Steelers without Brown and Bell, we'll see if they can hold that fort together. Eagles should be pretty good. Ravens, I think, could take a big step back. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in what they look like uh, for next season. 803-0550 is the phone number. We are about 45 minutes away from the schedule release, and it is 0-0 in the NHL playoffs between the Bruins and nope, not 0-0. It is one to nothing. Bruins have just scored Charlie McAvoy over the Leafs, and that game is one to nothing. Not even four, just over three minutes into that game. NHL playoff scoring update brought to you by Fiegel and Carr, your border attorneys. That's the sound of pure evil, by the way, Derek. I don't do not play. That is the worst of the goal horns. I the one I don't want to hear is that one. I will agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, I just did it because we play goal horns for goals. True. It's a sound of pure evil, man. I hate that team. Let's go out to William and Tonawanda. William, you're on the right cap. What's up, man? Hey, how we doing, brother? Good. Uh, I just want to think. I just want to ask uh, what you think of the schedule and what you got. All right. I know. Yep. All right. 
I, I'm still, like I said, man, I, I'm, the schedule I think is going pretty well for what I would have hoped for so far. Um, I'm, I'm still, before I make a final judgment on that, I want to see what happens with the primetime games. And Derek, I don't, know, I don't know what you think of this. So, of those four games, and this is assuming that you're going to get a primetime matchup, you're either going at the Steelers or you're going to be home to the Ravens, Eagles, or Redskins on primetime. I, I, to me, Ravens got to be the favorite in that group, right? That you that would they would play Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen. That's a big storyline. I feel line. the Eagles could also have a role in this just because they are the Eagles. They are a halfway decent, successful team, especially as of late. What kind of game is that though? Like, there's no division rivalry. There's no history. There's no like connection. Like I, I know you don't want to make primetime games just on like storylines, but I don't know. That just seems like an odd one. I'd agree. It just I, I just have something that's like it's mar- like Philly's marketable, therefore you can use it. Um it, it's just one of those things where I could see it. It doesn't make any sense, it doesn't have to have rhyme or reason, but how often do we have games in the NFL in primetime that don't make any sense? Yeah, that's true. Um, Jaguars-Titans always comes to mind on that one. Well, that's a division game. But still, AFC South, sometimes so gross. You're right, though. Division game, you can at least got that. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think Ravens has got to be the most likely in my mind. If I were going to put odds on which one of these games the primetime game would be, I think I would put the Ravens first, the Steelers second, and I'd probably be on board with you with the Eagles not being last. I think Eagles, Redskins, I can't see that. That one would be weird and also not interesting. Like, at least Philly's got Wentz. You've got two young quarterbacks, one of which is proven at this point. The other one, you're hoping, will become proven by some point in the season. Um, but the Redskins are what? They're going to be a 6-7 win team, maybe, if they're lucky, with Case Keenum. And are they bringing back Adrian Peterson? Like, they don't have any big names on the team. They don't have any star power on the team. They're probably not going to be that good. The Redskins would be the worst of those. Even though it would be home, it would be nice to get a home game prime time no matter what, unless it is at Steelers, which could be a pretty noteworthy game in itself. Um, So I guess I wouldn't be too – I wouldn't complain too much if the Bills are hosting the Redskins, say on Thursday night football or Monday night football. But I think that's about – that's the worst you could do of the games that are left out there. To me, and you know some of these games like we don't have times on a lot of these, right? Like Bengals, Manish Mehta puts that game out there. Did he include a time on that? I don't think so. So actually, really, you know, I narrowed it down to four. I guess my assumption would have been that if someone released, you know, Bills home opener against the Bengals, they might have included the fact in their report if they knew, which I'm assuming they would have found out that hey, this game is on Monday Night Football. That would have been that'd be baller. Open the season at home in prime time. Yeah, I guess I can't. We can't rule it out at this point. I still think I would expect though that the prime time game would be one of the ones that isn't announced. But I guess uh, yeah. Watch it be New England again. New England again. At New England or home New England. Home New England week four. Another Monday nighter. And then we just shamefully get shamed out of our own building on prime time again. I'm. I mean, unless Derek. Hey, if Derek Anderson's not playing, starting again. I, I was almost about to say they'd have a chance, but I can't. I can't get. I can't. Can't get there. I just can't get there. They've beaten. They've beaten Tom Brady one time in his career. Like, would they beat him for real one time in his career? At least Brady, that was here. True. 
Brady has, what, two, three losses on his record against the Bills, but two of them he left at halftime because it was week 17, didn't mean anything. Um, Patriots, week four, Monday night. Again. That'd be interesting. Uh, let's go to Jonathan and Alden. Jonathan, you're on the nightcap. What's up? Hey, Joe. Um, I, I know you just said you're not sure about being in New England, but I might be drinking the Kool-Aid, but... No, no, no. I, I am sure. they're not. I, I'm not picking them to beat New England. But, yes, okay, go ahead. I, I know, I know, I know. I, I might be doing the cool, yeah. But if the bill, the Bills should be three and zero. I think the Jets, Giants, and uh, and the Jets, Giants, and Bengals are beatable. So if the, if they start three and zero, and then we face New England, I can imagine the stadium will be rocking. I mean, Tom Brady, forty-two years old, he'll probably be a, he's gonna he'll hopefully continue to regress. There's no Gronkowski, so. Uh, it's, a, it's a long shot, and I understand we bat, we lost to New England so many times. I'll believe, it will be a believe it when I see it moment. But we could start four and zero if the Bills can get the first three games out of the way. I mean, I can see them beat New England. I mean, I mean, hopefully, I hopefully if Tom Brady continues to regress. But with no Gronkowski and the way he struggled against the Bills defense, it's, it's a long shot. Yeah, I know, but. I think we could beat New England in week one. Yeah, man, I just don't see. I love the optimism. I can't get to 4-0. I can hardly get to 3-0. 3-0 I can get to 3-0 with the Jets, Giants, and Bengals. No, I could get there too, but I don't think you're – I don't think you are good enough. You have not done nearly enough, and this includes free agency, to I think get the respect where I'm picking you to go 3-0 against those teams. Yes, the Jets, Giants, and Bengals, and the Bengals and Jets to a lesser extent are beatable teams. The Giants you should beat. For sure. But to me, you group those three teams together. I don't know, man. I think Bengals is a coin toss. I think Jets is a coin toss. And I think you can absolutely win those games. Bengals coin toss? Really? Damn, man. They just... The Bills right now, like, what have they done to to get the respect that they're just certainly going to be better than the Cincinnati Bengals? The fact that the Bengals are trash? They're, they're trash every year. And they're, every year they have the same record as the Bills, if not better. Like, yeah. I get it. They should. You should be better than the Bengals. Optimistically, we're sitting here in April. All the moves the Bills have just done with the draft coming up, you don't even want to be thinking about the Bengals, right? I agree. I want to be thinking about getting the Ravens for the wild card spot or making sure I'm better than the Jets or beating out three of the four AFC South teams. Like we're thinking playoff stuff, and the Bengals really don't factor into that conversation a lot. But you haven't done anything, and you haven't done nearly enough in free agency. They did the best they could, I think. Like I think they did a good job in free agency. But without showing it on the field, they didn't make some major move that makes me think, yeah, you are certainly better than the Cincinnati Bengals, who historically, not even historically, like with this roster should be a 6-7 win team, which is what you were last year. So even if you're, you're going to be favored in that game, I think, which I think is giving them credit for something. And you're going to be favored in that game, probably not by a lot. It's going to depend probably a lot on what goes on in those first two games. But three and zero, it's it's definitely doable. But I'm not picking them to do that. Did they do that much? They really, at the end of the day, what the Bills did in free agency is they added a bunch of B players. Like John Brown's nice, Cole Beasley's nice, Tyler Croft is nice, Ty Seke is nice, Mitch Morse is great. But other than Mitch Morse, like did they add some? great player that every other team around the league is ooing and eyeing at, like you added that guy. If a team was looking for a center, maybe, with Mitch Morse, but if you were a team in the market for a wide receiver like Indianapolis, for instance, are you 
that jealous that the Bills got John Brown? Like, he's good, but he's a guy who's had 1,000 yards once in his career. To me, these aren't players that got me thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to blow out the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to be, I'm definitively going to be better than the New York Jets. I think you should, with it, I'll give him this. With those moves, I definitely think you should be better than the Giants, but I'm not there yet on those other teams. Like, I think to start the year, you're middle of the road. Yeah, but I also think, though, that it really does have to do more with the Bengals and less so with the Bills. This is a team that is in a little bit of a roster upheaval, and Andy Dalton is hot and cold given the week. Uh, Hell, even the series, the next series, he could be the different player that he is. But other than that, like, are you really scared of the Bengals offensively? Not really. You can easily outgun the Bengals at this point right now with the roster upheaval that they are going through. So I think that the Jets is the one that you have to talk me into a little bit, but I do think that the Bills could get off to a strong start and possibly be looking at 3-0. and You can easily talk me into 2-1. and Yeah, I don't completely disagree with that. I think I would pick them to go 2-1. and I think right now I would absolutely pick them to beat the Giants, and I'd probably pick them to win one of the two uh, versus the Jets and Bengals, probably the Bengals game. Um, I think I have a bigger concern with what the Jets are going to be. Like I'm looking at actually the over-unders right now. And like what the Bills really should be going to next year. And the Bills are a six and a half win team in Vegas, and I think that's fair for now. I would pick the over, but I don't think that's some crime against humanity that Vegas has the Bills winning six and a half games. But you do look at those other teams. They have the Bengals at six. So Vegas does think the Bills will be better than the Bengals. They have the Jets at seven, which is only half a win higher. So, like, same range with those three teams. And then the Giants, they have it 6-2. That's the one. Like, I would take the under on that. Giants are going to be, like, a 3-4 win team, I think. I think they're going to be bad. Saquon Barkley is great, and he's a running back. And that's, like, the only real great player I think you got on your team. That should be a win. Especially if Eli Manning is playing quarterback at that point. But uh, I don't need to get too much into that. (laughs) is the phone number quick NHL playoff scoring update Bruins have taken a 2-0 lead on the Leafs the rat himself Brad Marchand with a goal on the back door in the crease Boston's down 2-1 in that series NHL playoff scoring update brought to you by Fiegel and Carr your border attorneys we'll continue to talk some schedule as we roll along here Uh, I want to do a little bit on the amazing upset that the Blue Jackets pulled off on the Lightning I mean just incredible like how they did it and how they did it so quickly. I want to get into that a little bit before we get to the NFL schedule release, which is just about a half hour away right here on the Nightcap. Jody Biasi, Derek Kramer on WGR. When you get to the playoffs, you got to remember half the teams in the league are out so everybody in the playoffs is good and they've earned their way here so in today's game with the parity it's not unusual that a eight beats one anymore everybody's that close you know in the end it's just we couldn't just couldn't find our game that was it last week i told you to keep an eye on ralph krueger now i'm telling you just keep an eye on him but keep an eye on john cooper that was John Cooper, the Lightning coach there after last night's Game 4 loss to the Blue Jackets. The Tampa Bay Lightning gets swept after a 128-point season. 62 wins, just unreal. He had a player that got 128 points. Best game on, best team on paper in 20 years. 
Best regular season in a really long time. And they just didn't show up. They actually played, like, possession-wise, like, they actually played pretty well in the first three games. And not that Columbus didn't either. Columbus was pretty close. Uh, expected goals if you looked at too. But Bobrovsky was playing great. I thought he was the best player in the series. And then game four yesterday, Columbus just ran him over. Like, that was the first time I thought they really ran him over. The first three games, the Blue Jackets were playing really well. They were did a really good job finishing. They've got enough talent on that team where if the, you got good goaltending from Bobrovsky, you could keep pace with the Lightning. But Bobrovsky, I thought, took it to another level in that series. Like, he was playing at his regular season self, and he doesn't usually do that. Um, so he's going to be a free agent. I respect so much what Columbus did at the trade deadline. I am happy to see the, what what happened with them happen. Um, I'm rooting for them, I think, going forward. Oh, of course I'm going to root for them in the next round because they're going to get the winner of Ta- Toronto and Boston. But I'm rooting for them just for the sheer respect and boldness for what they did at the deadline. Did you see the quote from Yarmo Kekalainen uh, before the playoffs on his moves at the trade deadline? If you didn't, I'm going to pull him up real quick just on what he was talking about. Yarmo Kekalainen is the GM for the Blue Jackets. This is from him before the playoffs started. If I traded Panarin for picks and Bobrovsky for picks, everybody in our fan base and city would have said, expletive Blue Jackets. That's all they ever do is trade pick trade for picks, and they tell us we're going to be good in the future. Just wait. Be patient. No. We wanted to send a message to the fan base in the locker room at the deadline that we're serious about winning. If it doesn't translate to winning, hey, I'll take responsibility. That's bold. He stuck his neck on the line. He stuck his job on the line by making those moves because if things went poorly, and they did to an extent at the end of regular season because you got matched up with Tampa, and that seemed like a really bad thing for them, but it didn't end up being. Um, if it had gone horribly, if they would have missed the playoffs or if they would have lost in round one, then that guy's basically blew up the next three years of their franchise. You, all your good players were going to be UFAs, and now you don't have picks. I think they have a second-round pick in this coming draft, and that's it. I'll have to confirm that, but I remember seeing they had one pick in next year's draft. Um, so he just was flying through assets to go to go for it. And, man, that takes balls, and I respect it. And I'm rooting for them going forward. I think they're a good team. Uh, two picks? Two picks, the third round and Calgary's seventh rounder. Okay. Well, they, they had one of their own picks, and then they had Calgary's. Okay. Um, just, wow. I mean, those guys could still leave, but you're the Columbus Blue Jackets. Like, come on. You've never had any success. Give, give a little taste of something to those fans. And they did. And that's why I love the move. Um, and those man. fans brought it. Yeah, they did. I got actually a tweet just a couple minutes ago from, let me pull it up here, John at Starkboy John. That might be a Game of Thrones reference. Hmm. Uh, John says, was in Columbus for work, so I bought tickets to last night's game. Atmosphere was insane. Much respect for those fans and Blue Jackets team. Was great to be in the type of playoff hockey environment. Can't wait until it comes back to Buffalo. Yeah, they seem pretty raucous. Like Every play, they were fired up. And they're a good team. Like, they were an eight seed, but I think uh, Mike Chope asked it on the afternoon show today. Like, if we had fun in the NHL, which we don't, but if they had the format where 
you get to pick who you play, and the Lightning would have had first dibs at who they played in the entire NHL uh, for the playoffs, like of the playoff teams, would you have picked Columbus? And they wouldn't have even been in the conversation for me. I didn't think they were some Stanley Cup contender, but they've got talent. They've got Duchesne. They've got Panarin up front. Those are two star forwards. You've got a star goalie, Bobrovsky. You've got star defensemen, Wierenski and Jones. Like, There's enough talent there where I would have gone for a Carolina or a Dallas or even Colorado. They were a good eight seed, and they proved it. And the Lightning, man, I don't know what you do. You have a seemingly perfectly built roster. Like I don't know what you're supposed to do. You're, you could not build a team better than the Lightning did. When we were going into the playoffs, I almost went all in on them. Just for that reason. Because we're sitting here with the Sabres and we're trying to figure out how to build the roster, right? And over there on the right, it's the Tampa Bay Lightning in our division. Which is still kind of stupid, but they're in our division. And they've got a perfectly built team. They've got a Norris Trophy winning defenseman. They've got a guy who scored 60 goals in his career as a or like in one season before, as their number one center. They got a guy who had 128 points on his wing. They got another guy who was a 90-point player on his other wing. And six more guys who can score after that. And it didn't work. I'll continue that point in a second. What do we got? Jeff McLean tweeting out the Eagles' 2019 schedule. Buffalo hosts the Eagles at 1 o'clock. On October 27th. That's a 1 o'clock or October 27th, which would be, hmm, let me check here. It looks like it's week 8. Week 8. I thought that might have been the bye week. Bills will host the Philadelphia Eagles week 8. 1 o'clock. That narrows down our primetime list. And if I'm right, and it's just a guess... But if I'm right in my guess that the three games that have yet to be announced, one of those will be a primetime game, then that means it's either the Ravens, Redskins, or Steelers. I think Ravens home Thursday night makes so much sense. I'm almost rooting for that at this point. Give me Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen on primetime TV. Or even Monday night. Would I rather have a Thursday night game or a Monday night game? I'm trying to think about that. I think I'd rather have the Monday night game. All right. By the way, we did have do we we have a report, like a legit report now from Josh Reed at uh Channel 4 here in Buffalo that says that the Bills will be hosting the Steelers or be at the Steelers week 15. Nothing about when that game is though time-wise. So, we'll keep an eye on that. You know what? I should also start thinking cuz there's been some speculation that that Bills and Patriots game that's on a Saturday, or might be on a Saturday, in Week 16, like that might end up being a primetime game. It depends. They do play some afternoon games late in the season on the on the uh, primetime, and now we have the Redskins schedule. Play the so- play the radar, or the wh- what should I call it? It's sonar, sonar. The Bills will host the Redskins Week Nine, and on this one. They list which games are prime time. They do not have the Bills as a prime time game. So we're down to the Steelers and the Ravens. If the reports are correct, that links three straight home games from week seven to week nine. Week seven home to Miami, Miami, and then Eagles, Redskins. 
and two of those being NFC East opponents. Okay. Why? Do we not like that? Well, many people dread the uh, three home games in December. Right. And you've got two in October. You've got three straight there, week seven to week nine. You might not be seeing a lot of December football at New Era Field. Okay, that's right. Yeah, I like that. I like that you're not going to see a lot of it. Um, okay, so again, that's another team. Knock it off the list. Redskins, not prime time. Although we don't, do we did did it say if the Eagles game was prime time? It's not. Oh right, it was one o'clock. We got another goal. Toronto Maple Leafs narrowed the lead to two to one. In Toronto. Um, okay, Ravens Steelers. That's what's left. But we know the Steelers game is week 15. We just don't know. Um, we have the schedule. We have a leak. The NFL, as it appears. Hold on. Someone's got, I think someone's got the schedule here. It looks like we got it. So, um, we should scour through this because it lists every game. So, we're going to take a break here and we're going to come back. With, I think we're going to come back with the schedule. All right. We got something. We were waiting for it. Like, this is perfect. This was the perfect timing for the the, the entire league. All in for that. Because you, you got enough time throughout the day to, you know, figure it out, get the leaks, put it together like a puzzle, and then we still get it before the actual announcement. So I like that. All right, we'll scour through this, and we'll see what we're missing. And if there's any primetime games, we'll come back and let you know. Here on the Nightcap, Jody Biasi and Derek Kramer on WGR. Turkey time, turkey time. Turkey what time, is this? Turkey what is turkey time? Turkey time. Turkey time. Turkey time. Well, Derek's playing it because the Buffalo Bills will be playing for the first time in, I think, 25 years, which is the first time in my lifetime. Thanksgiving football. The Buffalo Bills at the Dallas Cowboys. Mark your calendars. You don't have to mark your calendars. It's Thanksgiving. You'll know when it is. November 28th, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time is what I got here for that one. Um, okay, so it looks like we have the schedule. There is a release from NFLcommunications.com, which I ch- looks like is a legit site. Like it looks, it's an official NFL site. At least it appears to be. So I'm gonna I'm gonna trust this, especially since all the leaks it has on it. Um, but at this point, it looks like what we have is a bye week in week six. Let me go through it one by one. Actually, here we got the at the New York Jets week one. At the New York Giants, week two. These are all one o'clock games. Home opener. Bills versus Bengals, September 22nd. Home, New England Patriots in week four. Week five at the Titans. Then we hit the bye. Week six bye week, which will come on October 13th. Back off the bye. Three home games coming out of the bye. How about that? Three home games. Home Dolphins, home Eagles, home Redskins. Now, this has the TV side of it with it. So, all CBS games until you hit the Eagles. Eagles and Redskins will both be Fox games. Still 1 o'clock games. Every game 
that has a time release is 1 o'clock except for the one Thanksgiving game. Um, everything else is at 1 o'clock right now. I say right now. I'll get to that. November 10th. Week 10. After they do that home stretch, Dolphins, Eagles, Redskins at the Cleveland Browns in week 10. Week 11, stay on the road at Miami. Week 12, like it was uh, leaked earlier by a source. I don't really think we're going to get to the bottom of it, but the home Denver Broncos in week 12. Then week 13, only a four-day rest, but the Bills travel to Dallas to play the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. That's the one game that has a time released right now that is not a 1 o'clocker. After that, week 14, home, Baltimore Ravens. I thought that might be a primetime game. I thought that made a lot of sense for Thursday Night Football, especially, um, well, I don't know. Would you want to do two Thursday games in a row? Maybe that would have influenced that. Um, But no uh, primetime game there. The Bills host the Ravens week 15. Week 14, excuse me. Week 15 at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then, week 16. Looks like it's up in the air. What they've got here is that game's either going to be December 21st or December 22nd. Now, December 21st is a Saturday. December 22nd is a Sunday. And there's no time listed. So that game might end up being prime time. And it might even end up being prime time on Saturday. I assume that wouldn't end up being Sunday Night Football unless the Bills had some insane season and were battling with the Patriots for the AFC East. So that game is up in the air on whether that's going to be Saturday or Sunday and what time. But the Bills will be at the Patriots in Week 16. And then they will close out the season just as they open the season, playing the New York Jets this time, though, at home. And there, assuming this is official, is your Buffalo Bills 2019 schedule. All right. We got it. I feel pretty good about it, too. Like, that early part of that schedule, we talked about how much we liked the first three games. I think they'll go 2-1 and one in that stretch. Then New England. After that, you go at Dolphins or at Titans, who I think is a very winnable game. I think they're very overrated going into this season. Then you hit your bye, and you hit the Dolphins after a bye week. It's a pretty favorable schedule. you got a lot of the tougher games, I think, later on. You've got Dallas later. You've got Pittsburgh later. You've got Baltimore later. Like, this is a pretty back-heavy schedule, which could hurt you in the end, but it should also make for an interesting season. That's my first reaction to uh, seeing the schedule right now. Also, no prime time game at this point. I mean, I guess you can count at Dallas on Thanksgiving. That's in the limelight. That's that's a big audience. You are the featured presentation on Thanksgiving, essentially. Four o'clock too. Like that's when. Like what? Do you, four o'clock. That's dinner time. Thanksgiving, unless maybe like one. Sometimes you got to do the the two dinners. Mom's side of your family, your dad's side of your family, vice versa. Your wife's side of your family, your side of the family. But generally, four thirty. It's about Thanksgiving dinner time. So you might be sitting down to dinner and you're putting on Josh Allen versus Dak Prescott. And the whole country will be doing that. So that's pretty cool. So I'm not going to be too unhappy that there's no prime time game, but it does kind of suck that you got nothing at night all year. Unless that Patriots game ends up being it, which it could. That could be a Saturday night game. I don't think it would be a Sunday night game, like I said, unless it got flexed in somehow with the Bills having a great season. All right, we'll take a timeout here. We're officially going to get the schedule in five minutes. 
which is when it was supposed to be released, but it looks like it's already been released, maybe accidentally. So um, we'll we'll make sure all of this is right when we come back and the NFL announces their schedule. Sal Capaccio will join at 8.30 to go over the Bills' schedule. Howard's going to pick the Bills tomorrow, so tune in for that early on. 803-0550 is the phone number for your reactions on the schedule and your thoughts. Highlight of, of the 2019 schedule would be the Bills at Cowboys on Thanksgiving. It's pretty cool. 803-0550 is the phone number. It's the nightcap with Jody Biasi and Derek Kramer. Hour number two next on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.